I am done with success. The traditional notion of success to me is a recipe for endless suffering. And I have gotten here the hard way. I have gotten here after a lifetime of chasing achievement, being an achievement junkie, chasing success, having had actually in the traditional sense, an incredible amount of success. I've had beautiful things happen to me that other people from the outside looking in would just be like, wow, I would love to have worked with those people. I would love to have been on that magazine cover. I would love to have gotten that book deal X, Y, and Z. I would love to have worked at Google. I would love to be an entrepreneur. I would love to have built a you know, multi-million dollar company. These are things that from the outside looking in traditionally, success is defined as doing these things, as making money and having a nice resume in life. And this is a bit of a rant here today because I need to, to let out this uh, uh, concept that has been sitting inside of me that I've been playing with and toying with and wrestling with, which is this traditional notion of success that I believe has not only created suffering for myself, but is responsible for most of the suffering that we see in our world. And when I say our world, it's typically the Western world, the world that is so obsessed with fame and fortune and success. And I really think that we've gone down a wrong path here. And I have a new definition that I am using for myself of success, because I still think that success in and of itself is a personal definition. And this isn't one of those stupid videos where I just sit and go, okay, the success that's painted for you is not success. It's whatever you decide for yourself. No, no, no. It's a little deeper than that. It's much deeper than that. And it's taken a lot of wrangling to get to this point. So that's what I'm going to uncover in this episode today. Having a goal or an outcome in life, a North Star, is a positive thing in some sense. If you do not have an aim and you do not have meaning for why you want to attain that aim, then you're drifting and you're floating throughout life. And that's not going to feel good at all. That's going to create a feeling of meaninglessness, of nihilism, and uh, eventually you're going to feel depressed. And that depression combined with the anxiety of not actually having enough responsibility or a large enough aim in life is a terrible recipe. So you want some level of goals and outcomes that you want to achieve in your life. But here's the problem. Most of the time, these goals and outcomes actually are not good. And they create needless suffering. Because one of the things that we've been taught, and I think happens almost accidentally, because of the sheer amount of information and examples of success that are out there, we find ourselves chasing many things at once. The book deal, the girl, the money, whatever it is, uh, the fame, the fortune. And when you start to chase multiple things at one time, generally, you're not going to get any of them. You might get lucky to get one. Now, if you can be focused enough to focus on one thing at a time, achieve one thing and move on to the next, you're going to suffer a little bit less. But at the end of the day, here's what happens. When you do get to the point that you check that box and you achieve that thing, you 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 make that goal, you turn that you take that dream, you turn it into a goal and you get there. And then you get there. And it's not how you thought it would be at all. It's it's nothing like you thought it would be. Because the journey of getting there was so brutal and had so many ups and downs and was such a roller coaster and you had this dream of what it would feel like. And you thought 
that the moment that you achieve that dream or that goal, that things would change, that this goal, this achievement, like you unlocked something in your life, like a video game, like the moment that you unlock it, you're going to feel different because you sat there and you imagined celebrating so many times that feeling of, oh my God, if only, if only. And you imagine yourself celebrating and you get there and you're barely even celebrating. And this is a fucking disaster. It is a disaster for this to happen to a human being. And it happens every single day. We get there to our goal and it doesn't taste like or feel like anything we thought it would. And it doesn't change how we feel. It doesn't make us more happy. In fact, sometimes it makes us more sad because we're confused. What happened? Why didn't it work out? We assume something changes, but it never does. I have a story that really stuck with me, an example, a real life example that has really stuck with me. Now, I used to have this goal of wanting to be a famous author, a New York Times bestselling author. And the funny thing is that I probably will be. I probably will be one day, but it was different before. It was this huge, huge dream, this huge goal that had to do with identity. It had to do with external accomplishment and how maybe I would feel about myself if I became that or how others might feel about me if I became that, which is so silly, right? And I just imagined that I would be this incredible author. Now, the, there's a story, a real story of someone that, uh, that has experienced this. There is this famous author by the name of Mark Manson. He wrote a mega best-selling book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mark and I are similar in terms of uh, our backgrounds and our stories. Mark is an OG internet guy. He basically got his start as a blogger and he did some affiliate stuff and he's been writing on the internet for years. And eventually he got to a point where he decided that the best thing that he could do was write a book and a couple people nudged him in the right direction that ended up working out for him, which was to go the traditional publishing path, which in this case means you make less money per book, but um, you know there's a prestige factor and also the fact that your book really gets out there. Um, it can really proliferate. They'll, you know, get it into different languages for you, get it all around the world, get it into bookstores, all that kind of stuff. I have separate episodes where I've talked about this stuff, right? That's an, uh, that aside, Mark wrote this book and every five, seven years or so, there's a book that is just such a mega bestseller. I mean, millions of copies. This just happens once. It's, it's literally the lottery. It's winning the lottery. He won the book lottery. And this book has sold millions of copies. Mark told a story in an interview. He said that after all this happened, and all of his dreams that he'd ever imagined came true. And not only what he imagined, but so many Things came into his life beyond what he could ever imagine. 
You would think that a person who became that rich, that successful, and and that famous, seemingly overnight, would be over the moon happy. Happiest guy in the room, right? Mark said that after all this happened, he was lost. He sat on his sofa the entire summer after the book came out and played Zelda a video game every single day. That story has stayed with me since that since that moment and really affected me and changed the way I started thinking about success because I was like I want what he wants and the story I keep telling myself is that it'll be different for me. You've probably done the same thing. You look at someone and you go, I want what they want. And maybe you even see that they're not that happy or you can't tell if they're happy. And you're like, but if it was me, I would be so happy. It's a lie. This is the greatest lie that has ever been sold is that success is going to change the way you feel and make you happy. I mean, we're ultimately talking about all of your dreams coming true and that leading to a deep, dark depression for him. I mean, that's that's insane. Ultimately, I think it is our unlimited desires, the things we want so desperately outside of ourselves, outside of the identity we've created for ourselves, outside of all of that, that creates the suffering. And uh, it was uh, Naval Ravikant, another person I really admire, who made this example in a, in, a, in a different piece of content, in a different interview, where he said, a sick person who's in the hospital, at home, can't get out of bed. A sick person wants one thing, health, to feel better. And so when everything is stripped away from you, ultimately what you really just want is a good, healthy life. And yet here we are with our unlimited desires, and it just takes away from the moment, from who we are, from enjoying the journey. You've heard this expression, Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. Kobe Bryant talked about this so much. He talked about, and he was quite a storyteller. If you don't know this about Kobe Bryant, his passion was storytelling. And uh, a friend of mine, Lewis Howes, has an incredible podcast, The School of Greatness, interviewed Kobe Bryant before he died. And that's what Kobe talked about. He talked about his love of storytelling and and the story that he wanted to transmit to us was that success is in the process. What does that mean? What does that really mean? It's it's such a you know trite thing to just say, enjoy the journey. It's all in the process. Enjoy the journey. What does that really mean? It means that the part that doesn't feel fun, which is the daily grind and the suffering, is the joy. That's the thing that should make you feel different and happy like you've arrived. It's in the moment. It's in the present moment when you're stretching for the basketball game, when you're warming yourself up to sit down and write, when you're getting ready to go make that trade, whatever it is, when you're getting, you know, when you wake up and you smell fresh wood chips and you're getting ready to carve a piece of furniture, when you're getting ready, when you go into the art studio and you smell that paint. When you spill paint all over yourself and you get frustrated. When you fuck up a painting and you get frustrated. That's the process. It's not when the painting sells for $10,000. 
that is not the joy. That is not what's going to make us happy. It is the spilled paint. It is the ruined canvas that is going, that needs to be the thing that we fall in love with. That's what it means to fall in love with the process. And that is the lie, the lie that is perpetuated on social media, in the media, in documentaries, is is that it's the trophy that's going to make us happy. The championship ring that's going to make you happy. The uh, piece of art being put up in the museum that's going to make you happy. That is a lie. And if there's one thing that I hope to transmit in this video, in this episode, it is how can we stop living the lie and create joy now? Don't go down this path and let you, like this could be the defining moment in your life that you say, I'm not gonna live that lie anymore. I'm not gonna go down that path anymore of seeking things outside of myself. And instead, regardless of how much money is in my bank account, regardless of how difficult things are, regardless of how many achievements I've checked off, I am going to enjoy the shit out of this day, this journey, perspective, 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 every single day, gratitude, 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 every single day. Look, I am doing this. I'm in the motion of doing this. I am not perfect at it, but I'll tell you one thing. I was like a three out of 10 at this before. I'm like an eight or nine out of 10 at this now. It improves. Those moments come back though, don't get me wrong, where it's like, oh, if only I wish, I wish, I wish. If only I had that. If only I had that, I'd be happier. (laughs) Guys, it will continue to happen, but you will get more mentally strong and you will create a new identity that falls in love with a different version, a different definition of success. One that doesn't require anyone outside of you to tell you that you're successful. That is pure joy. Remember, that external success or accomplishment or achievement, even if you achieve it, it's transient. You can't stay there forever. You're not the champion forever. It, it, it won't, maybe sure, it'll be an achievement in the record books. That's cool, but you won't stay there forever. You gotta move on. It's transient and it won't feel as good as you think it will. Now here's the secret to all of this. This is the part that so many people who have achieved incredible things are also trying to transmit in their message and in their storytelling. It's a secret though, because they know that you won't really get it until you get there. Until you fall in love with the process, you won't get this. Here's the secret. The byproduct of falling in love with the journey and the process is achievement. But guess what? Without attachment. You win the championships, you get the best customers, you become rich, the money follows, right? Money doesn't lead, it follows. It follows when you follow your bliss. What would you do if money were no object? Can you answer that question? Famous question by my favorite philosopher, Alan Watts. What would you do if money were no object? It's a thought exercise. That's it. Don't take it so seriously. It's a thought exercise. When you arrive at that, typically the answer is not, I would uh, write a bunch of best-selling books. No, no, no. You would write 
<laughs> you wouldn't be concerned if they were best-selling books, you know? So that's what you would do. And the byproduct is that the ones that are good and marketed properly and the stars align and you do everything right become best-selling books. And some of them don't. <laughs> and that's just the way it goes. You know, Michael Jordan, how many shots did he miss? He talks about this all the time. How many failures did he have? If you watch The Last Dance, multiple failures in a row. He couldn't win the championship. He couldn't get through the playoffs, right? The documentary is what I'm referring to. Yes, he won all those rings, but he also lost many of them. And it's that byproduct of falling in love with the journey that gave him the opportunity to be this legend, this legendary, monstrous, you know, out of this world, alien figure for the world. That's what it comes down to. And so ultimately what we have to do, as my note here says, is find peace with the process. It's peace. It's peace. Because the process is hard. It's really, really, really hard. So you have to accept it. You have to find peace with it. You have to become its friend. And in other words, as I like to say, you have to make the present moment your friend. You have to make life your friend. Because if you are in conflict with the present moment, if you are not at peace with the process, you are a conflict with the present. And if you are a conflict with the present, you are a conflict with life. That's no good. <laughs> That's not going to feel good. And ultimately where we land is that there's a different success that's based on an internal alignment, an internal compass of who you really are instead of what you need to become. That internal compass is what guides your life. And then sure, you can have some goals because without those goals, life is meaningless. You'll drift. But the goals are just a game. It's just a game. That's what I've been telling myself. And it's helping. It's working. It makes it all so much more enjoyable. And this entire process of what I'm doing here for you by sharing this, this is it. This is me on the journey. I am doing this. I am going through this with you and sharing the things that I think you might be going through too. And I think I can save you some time. And I think some peace can be acquired and attained by shifting in such a subtle way from the external to the internal. And I'll end it with this because I think this is one of the most beautiful quotes. And as someone that thinks deeply about existence and life and tries to be tuned into it as much as possible, it really resonates with me and I think it'll resonate with you. Every man has two lives. Every man and every woman. Man in the kingly sense, right? Every man has two lives. And the second one begins when he realizes he only has one. We have to stop drifting. We have to stop wasting. 
And we have to stop avoiding the reality that we only have one. Because the moment you realize you only have one, you'll stop taking it for granted. You'll stop creating suffering for yourself. And you come into the present and you make it your friend and you create an identity of confidence, a vision of yourself. You love yourself and you create a vision of yourself that gives you peace. Where you fully enjoy this experience. That's the key. To be continued. (laughs) 